0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Finding the Unicorn in You podcast. What a beautiful day to inspire lives. My name is Jaime cabrera Ragosa, your host, and I am so excited to have you here. Let's get ready to meet some fantastic unicorns and learn how to unleash the inner unicorn in you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding the Unicorn in You. Today, I have an awesome guest today. He was actually named one of Florida's top personal trainers. He became a published fitness model. With the attention to fame came um, some downward spirals, which I'll let him speak a little bit more of, but now he focuses his time to help victims of narcissists gain back control of their own lives. So without further ado, I have uh, Derek Newborn. Hey, man, how's it going? It's going good. (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and what inspired you to do the field of work that you do?
1: Yeah, so essentially the field of work I do is I mainly help women, um, regain back their life physically, mentally, and emotionally in the sense of coming from um, partnered with narcissist or growing up with narcissists or interacting with narcissists on some shape or level. Um, if you've ever interacted with a narcissist, you're kind of like, you feel like you go through a tornado and then you're like, uh, who am I? What am I doing? Why is this even... Why is this even happening? Um, and I work in that field because I was a narcissist for for so long. Um, as you kind of mentioned, got got successful in the personal training world, got recognition, that I got discovered, became a full time um, fitness model, and everything was everything was going great in my life, uh, relationship wise. I had the exact girlfriend I wanted. Um, we were living together, everything was great. Had all the fitness model work, all the recognition. Um, but because of childhood trauma that I was unaware of, I was essentially self-sabotaging myself and being very narcissistic and pretty much causing a lot of damage with the people that I loved, um, the most. So year, years of that and being narcissistic, essentially, obviously my life imploded and everybody had enough and everybody uh, walked away and that led to severe depression which I was struggling with anyway and then that led to um, a few suicide attempts and that was essentially rock bottom and since nobody was there for me to blame or use as a, a scapegoat I'd look in the mirror and start taking ownership of the fact that I was responsible for exactly where I was at in life and that's when i started doing the the deep work on myself and taking ownership of everything that i possibly could and started retracing and realized that i was in fact a narcissist and so that was the first step was acknowledging it and then now figuring out why i was a narcissist cuz narcissists they're not nobody's born a narcissist nobody's born an asshole nobody's born an alcoholic right certain things have to transpire for, for you to end up that way. So I went on that journey, and now I'm at the point where, you know, I feel like I'm kind of the guy that was behind enemy lines, so I can be extremely transparent with people that have been on the damaged side of of narcissism. And that's what really my crusade is in life, is to use my downfalls as a as a guide of what to look for and what to avoid because I don't see anybody else really doing it
0: that term has been used more commonly in today in today's time i you hear it everywhere on social media and uh, on tiktok everything so for someone that, that that uses the word but doesn't really know what it means like can you define a little bit what narcissism is yeah um essentially
1: to make it real simple is a narcissist only looks out for number 1 so as long as they are seen in a good light as long as they get the response they want, as long as they feel what they want to feel, everyone else around them is is disposable. Their family, their partners, everyone, essentially, when they look at somebody, whether they do it subconsciously or consciously, but each person in their life is there for their advantage. They're not going to have people in their life that they just enjoy or they help others the only reason they're going to help others is if they gain something from it
0: and at, what does made you decide from healing from that and changing your personality and the way that you were to you know what i'm going to take this and try to help people who were victims of a narcissistic and narcissistic individual um you know well because
1: i had i had number one i had a lot of guilt and shame attached to that that life that i led for so many years and You know, once I realized it could have been avoided if I would have done the work ahead of time, if I would have acknowledged that I struggle with depression. Depression runs in my family on both sides. Um, But, you know, I was a successful fitness model, had a hot girlfriend, all that stuff, right? So the last thing I'm going to do is admit that I'm, I'm struggling, right? So the more I try to bury that, the more narcissistic I became. So I had a lot of guilt and shame with that. And once I was able to discover it and literally look at every single person that I hurt in their face and say, I did A, B, and C because I had these issues going on and I take extreme ownership for all that. So once I took extreme ownership, it's kind of like, I have all this information that can help so many people. I've taken ownership, I talk about it openly, so it does me no good to keep it hidden when so many people can use it because at this point it can't hurt me anymore i've disassociated myself with that so i don't have the guilt or shame so all this information comes from first-hand experience that i personally did so here use it please
0: it's just this is such an interesting topic for me just because you know i've dated narcissists and i know individuals that You know friends that have been in narcissistic relationships so what would be something that you tell someone that is maybe dating an individual with narcissism like how can they what they what what should they do or what how should they um talk to their their partner um I i would seek
1: third party help because it number one it's very hard for it's very uncommon and very rare for a narcissist to actually change because a lot of things have to happen for them to even want to change, first off. So I know in my position, if the people I loved pulled me aside and said, can we please go have another person join these conversations to get insight, that would at least um, get me maybe thinking twice. So if you can bring a third party in and just throw it out there, and worst case, the narcissist keeps being a narcissist, right? But at least you pulled it because, again, the narcissist is most likely just using you to their advantage. So if they're willing to go to a third party, that's a huge step.
0: That's not easy, especially if you have a um, individual who is narcissistic. They're not going to want to a admit it, and even like, to them, it, there's no problem. Uh, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I say third party because if it's coming from you, they're going to dismiss it and remind you of how great they are, and they don't need anything. But you know if if a third party gets involved it can it can open up the chances is is the is the best <laughs> honest answer i can give you i can't tell you that's going to fix anything but it gives you the best chance
0: what's what are some red flags that people should look out for to see if like maybe my partner may be a narcissist
1: uh the big the biggest red flag is really if their actions don't line up with their words so you know on the maybe on their um Social media, when you guys are out in public, they portray one thing, and they 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 speak a whole different way than you guys get home, and it's completely opposite. That that's the that's the big that's the biggest red flag. Um, another another red flag is overly defensive. So whether you know if you say something directly, not even criticizing, but expressing how you feel that they made you feel the way, if they tell you you're overreacting or tell you that. That's not how they made you feel. That just shows
0: you it's not. It's not about you. It's about them. And I know you went through a very intense journey, you know, and you yeah. and you shared some vulnerable things with us today. Of what you went through. Which part of your journey would you say was the hardest transition for you? So the hardest, the
1: hardest transition was really taking extreme ownership, because to be honest, I definitely. I'm sure I could've kept on the same path and found new victims and you know chalked it up to what what I, I could have found an excuse right and and kept going, but it was at the point where i was I literally felt like two different human beings. there's this guy that was narcissistic for seven years, and then there's this guy that's tried to kill himself twice and been in mental hospital and 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 this other one, the narcissistic can definitely make his way through life this one that's struggling it's almost like life is starting over again and trying to figure out who i am so i had to make the i had to make that decision it was it, it was a major decision um but i made the decision that i have to start from the ground up over again i have to create the exact life that i want because i can't change those things so i have to take ownership I have to live in alignment and go from there. Even if I completely transform, that doesn't mean the people I love the most are gonna come back in my life. They don't owe that to me just because I'm a transformed human being. You know what I mean? So it was a long, lonely journey, right? Because I can be healing and transforming, but nobody really has to give a shit, right? They have their own trauma to deal with based on the past version, you know what I mean. So the decision to, you know, just take ownership, and if it's me by myself the rest of the life, then so be it. At least I'm an honest person with a strong foundation who can help others. At this point, that was the that was the biggest turning point.
0: It's hard because you want to go in this new path and you want to do this, be a better person, but you also want those people, those loved ones, to stay. You don't want those individuals to leave, and. In a sense, you kind of want them to selfishly stay and like with you, but it's not their, it's not their prerogative that it's yours. So, exactly. how, how did, how was that?
1: I mean, it's 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 like you said, it's it's a, it's hard. And I used to beat myself up way more now because here I am, the actual person that I knew I was destined to be, and yet the people that should be benefiting from it they're on the other side of the bridge and the bridge is gone. And that that's that's what I have to accept. And that that comes that comes with ownership. So all I can do is help the people that I come in contact through this story is the only way I can um I guess make make amends with with that past version and the, and those those past people. Um but like I said it's even if I don't have everybody in my life that I want, I still get to wake up every day with the person I am now, and I, that was seven years of just struggling. So now it's, I feel great, even though, you know, sometimes it gets it's a lonely journey. Sometimes, but it's an honest journey,
0: and I'm I'm extremely proud of it. Should be proud because you you've put in a lot of work to for self growth and to really focus on yourself, and not like you said, not many people one acknowledge that they have a problem, and two are willing to do the work to fix it. It's a lot easier to stay your ways and double down. 100%. Than it is to <laughs> than it is to say, you know what, I'm wrong, I'm fucking up, and I should actually do something about it. Yeah. So if someone is going through this and they're realizing, you know what, I probably have this. What are some things that they should do to kind of get out of that and start doing the self, like the self growth journey?
1: For one, I would I would um, message me because essentially what I try to be right now is what I wish I had seven years ago. I wish somebody, I wish somebody was there that I could go to. And without judgment. So if I could come and be like, I'm just cheating on my girlfriend left and right, and I'm just an asshole. If somebody's coming to you like that in that state, the last thing they need for you is to judge them and tell them that they're fucking up. They already know that. That's why they're there, right? You know what I mean? Uh, so message me because I'm a, a great resource. But also, again, you have to seek seek help. um I've been through every form of therapy, shock therapy, rapid eye movement therapy. I've been on retreats across the country. I've been to um, spiritual retreats. I've been on ayahuasca journeys. I've been to couples retreats by myself. Um, you just got you got to give yourself a chance and seek help. Um, like I said, start a therapy. You'll figure out what works and what's not working. Um, I've had I've had so many avenues, and not all of them paid off. But it let me know that okay, that's not working. So I need to go this direction. You can't you can't give up on yourself. You got to give yourself a fighting chance. So the first one is just take action.
0: And let's go back to your business. So I know you do personal training, and then you also do the narcissistic healing. So how do you how do you do both in, both of those in hand? Is it all in one? Is it treat separate services, or does a person? Come yeah. and it's all encompassing. Essentially, they're all encompassing
1: most time. But really, really, they're two separate things. So a lot of people come to me to help get their metabolism right. Some online coaching program, the metabolism rev up. However, once they're in the program, they they realize how much the mind is connected to the body, right? So they can jump through all the hoops, follow the diets and the workouts, but if they have all this negative self talk and all this trauma that they're ignoring and suppressing, their body's not going to respond. So when we, the program is one on one direct coaching. So we have conversations. So once we start digging into why their body's not responding, that opens up the second aspect of the program, which is the one on one life coaching. And then that's really where the magic happens because now they're setting themselves free, and they're literally taking burdens off their off their shoulders. and now their body's free to drastically change much much quicker. So it's inner it's intertwined but it's two um separate things if that makes sense,
0: yeah, definitely. And I'm curious if you've seen a correlation between individuals that came out of a relationship with the narcissist and their inability to lose weight or fix their body image. Because personally, when I was in a domestic violent relationship, um, the individual kept telling me that, you know, I was too fat. I was, I I wasn't, I was ugly. And it was like one thing after another. So if hearing that, you'd start internalizing over time. So these women that you work with, do you see a correlation between their self image and then the resistance to change to actually do stuff in their body.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Because it's a either way, it's a journey. Whether you're in the program, whether you're out of the program, yeah. this whole thing is a journey. So when they when they come in the program, even if they do start seeing progress physically, whether it be you know inches and and weight loss, they're immediately following it up with a negative reinforcement. And, that, and that's one way to tell, you know, they may be like, I lost five pounds, but I hate the way my arms look. They, they, can't, they can't just let themselves be in a positive state or they can't, it's hard for them to acknowledge that, hey, you've literally changed your habits in four weeks. You know what I mean? It's always, I did this, A, positive, but, and then follow it with a negative. So then you think about how many times are they telling themselves these negative things, but yet they're working their ass off, but they're still conditioned to the old mindset. Whereas you could probably do half the work physically and recondition that mindset and be a whole lot better off.
0: That is mind blowing. And you say it it makes sense. And a lot of people try to do the physical work, but are not willing to do the mental work because they're like, that's not important. I don't need to do that. But you do have to be in the right mindset, and you need to be in a positive mindset in order to accept the change. Because I, I, I have friends that are trying to lose weight right now, and those are the exact same same things that they say. They're like, "Hey, I lost five pounds, but dang, my thighs look big." Like I, then I'm like, <laughs> "You still made a lot of progress. Why yeah. are you diminishing yourself?"
1: Yeah, yeah, and th- th- that's that's the thing. So whether whether you're in the life coaching program and going strictly mental or going strictly physical either way it's the same process and you're not going to wake up overnight and have this huge shift but you can make super small daily changes in how you think which is going to think which is going to change your decisions which is going to change your actions which is going to change your outcome so that's that's how you get to the end goal if you're like I said, whether it's mentally or physically, it's small daily decisions that drastically change your life over time. It's not one magic thing that you have to accomplish or you're not going to be
0: successful. And it's baby steps. You have to, it, It's all work. And don't force yourself to lose 100 pounds in them or whatever right. it may be. I know we all yeah. want instant gratification, but it's it's a lot of work. And if you want lasting, long lasting results, you have to put a, a good time's worth of dedication in there.
1: Yeah. We use the, we use the motto,
0: um, progress, not perfection. Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So with all the knowledge that you've gained thus far and through all the changes and transitions you've gone through, if you can go back in time and tell yourself one piece of advice that would impact your life significantly, what, what advice would you give yourself? I would give myself advice
1: that, um, your past doesn't define you because even through, you know, like I said, through um, childhood trauma, my past defined me for a law for a long time. My past is the reason why I became a narcissist, right? My past is what brought me to my suicide attempts, right? If somebody would have just said, bro, these things don't define you these these happen for a reason. they're not yours to carry. they're yours to learn from. But then I probably wouldn't be in this situation on this podcast. you know what I mean? so mm-hmm it's a, it's a double-edged sword,
0: yeah. and i I've heard this time and time again on here. I feel the people who have been most injured in life are the ones that do the best work out with other people because they can relate. They understand what they're going through. and they can they know the triggers that kind of cause you to do certain things, so they're able to help you a little bit more with that resource bill,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the greatest thing. I mean, never in my life if somebody told me I would be helping, people in the way that i do now i would i would have laughed but the only but who better to help somebody than somebody that's been through it like when i i get super transparent on my posts when it comes to narcissism and like narcissistic behavior and people will message me or a comment they're like oh my god that's spot on and i'm like i know because i know i did
0: that exactly i trust me i know why. i know it's spot on <laughs> <laughs> I know you 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 pretty much grew grew very big on social media, and then you've been posting like different things about your program, things like that. So if yeah. a person goes in, what would be the first steps to kind of work with you? The first step is just
1: seriously just send me a d a DM. Um, I'm on there a lot. I have a lot of good conversations on there. Um, that's the best way to reach me if you're I, like I think in my bio it says text apply or something to apply or something. I can't remember what my bio says, but if you send me a DM and literally say, I heard your podcast and you just need some guidance. when we're not even at the point of talking about working together. Cause there's an application process, but if you just need guidance, like I said, definitely send me a message because I've been on one side or the other of what what you're struggling with. And I can at least point you in the right direction.
0: So yeah, DMs, Facebook, Instagram, let me know. I know earlier I said if you can give yourself a piece of advice, um, switching it up, If what has been a piece of advice that somebody else has given you that changed your life? Advice that you're not responsible for what has happened to you,
1: but you are responsible for how you respond to it. That's deep. <laughs> it's a game changer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's... That's intense. <laughs> I'm processing yeah. it right now.
1: Yeah, because then it puts you, it because then it puts you back in control of your life and ownership of your life. You said so we can't we can't control what people do to us, but we can control our response.
0: That's one of the as I've worked with clients myself. That's one of the things that people tend to struggle with is accepting the fact that they control their destiny. They're the ones who your actions have consequences, whether they be good or bad. Right. And everything that's happened to you has been a summation of all of your choices. Mm -hmm. Nobody, you can't really blame anybody else for what has happened. It's, it's you. So you chose to, to take a certain path. Therefore that causes a certain set of consequences.
1: Right. And that's a, that's a conversation I have a lot with my life coaching clients. Um, you know, it's, it's not about me patting them on the back and telling them sorry for everything they've gone through. We also have to talk about what they contributed, right? Just like, Certain people attract narcissists, right? The only way a narcissist survives is if they keep getting fed, right? Somebody <laughs> has to feed them, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all accountable, whether we know it or not. We all have ownership in every aspect of our of our of our life, for sure.
0: In in a sense, it's kind of a uh, like survival of the fittest, and they will continue to grow and prosper and multiply if we keep. Keep giving them the the food supply that they need. Exactly, exactly, exactly,
1: and that's that's why yet you, you know if you're if you're on that opposite end of dealing with a narcissist, best thing you can do is, is cut them off because like I like I tell um, people, even if you love this narcissistic person and they're you know you envision having a life with them together, the best thing you can do for both of you guys is to completely cut yourself off because again. That's the only way you can give a narcissist a chance to change, to become who they truly are. And then that's the actual person that you have in your head is this person that's on the other side of this transformation. But sticking with them warrants... They have no reason to change. No reason to change unless something drastic happens. And then, like I said, best-case scenario, you guys reconnect, and now you guys are both at your best versions. Now you're not, you know... um, feeding each other negativity
0: i believe in second chances and i people do change and one of the things that i feel people have to be wary about is why they changed and why like what's the initiative like the incentive behind it because if a person's changing for someone else i don't feel like that's very lasting they would have to change because they want to change because they see that there's a problem and then they want to fix themselves to be better so i think that that's kind of like where you have to kind of look because then people will start reverting back to their old habits if they do it for the wrong reasons yeah and
1: then that's part that's that's when you gotta get really transparent with yourself like i said i had to realize dude i could be the greatest guy alive doesn't mean people are gonna go go along with it right they got their own stuff so yeah if you, you you have to change for yourself without any expected
0: outcome other than healing yourself Last question, which is like the whole unicorn concept of the podcast. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend someone that's going through something similar as you did to be able to transition into that unicorn phase, into the best version of themselves? What steps or what what one thing can they do to either kick st- kick themselves started in that journey or at least like finish it? Start being
1: proactive in highlighting your flaws and mistakes because from your flaws and mistakes, you can reverse engineer and go back through the process of how you got to this point. Because if you can't highlight those, you'll never know where they came from. Because then once you know where they came from, then that's what you actually start healing, right? So I didn't I didn't heal the narcissist. First I had to heal little Derek that was abandoned several times. And now once little Derek's healed, we can go address narcissistic Derek. You're like bro that's not even you right so then and then that's how you get to the other side of the transformation that's how you become a unicorn is reverse engineer your process figure out what your mistakes are figure out why you did the things you do address those and then that eliminates everything else
0: yeah i agree you have to handle the, the childhood trauma and all the traumas you've had first mm-hmm. and i think that can go in both ways too if you're a victim you need to still heal what was broken before that attracted you to that person Yes. so that you can then heal the current situation that you just experienced and then finally move to the person you need to be.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, if you're going through something right now with a person, it's not the person. Something has transpired for you to stick around long enough to be in this position with this person. So that's where you got to go to become a unicorn is all the all the shit that you... If it had ignored and overlooked for years, that's where, that's where the healing is. That's where the unicorn unicorns is waiting back there.
0: <laughs> yeah. You have to get there to the shit to get to the rainbow, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, this has been an amazing conversation and you're doing fantastic things. So just definitely you, keep appreciate it. it. Up. And for anybody who has not, who wants to keep in contact with you, ask you questions, send you DMS, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, so Instagram, it's at dnewborn. Facebook is Derek Newborn. Um, you can go on the metabolismrevup.com. You can go on the newbornblueprint.com, but just get to the point and just send me a DM on either Instagram or, um, Facebook. We'll have a, we'll have a good conversation.
0: And if you can give one last piece of advice that you want people to leave with this podcast, what would, you, what would it be?
1: Tomorrow is a brand new start to a brand new day to a brand new life. No matter what, what has transpired today. You have the ability to wake up tomorrow to make a choice and make a change.
0: I like that. Yeah, every day is a new day. You have to keep going. (laughs) Might suck, but it's a new day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time and for everything that you mentioned here. I really do appreciate it. And um for anybody that wants to continue listening, feel free to give us a five star rating to push this out to more people. And episodes come out every Friday at seven AM. And until next time, thank you. Thank you again. Thank you.